Constitutional Court Judge Justice Langa delivering the judgment earlier today. This judgment, of course, has led to plenty reactions across the country. Speaking outside the Concord, in reaction, Head of Legal Services in the Public Protector's Office, uh, Muntu Sitole, says, considering that the ruling is from the highest court in the land, there is no option but to accept. Uh, we were obviously expecting a, a positive outcome. These are issues of constitutional importance that had to be decided by this court. And uh, if the court finds against us, uh, we'll have to take it to the chin uh, because it's the apex court you can appeal. Um, but uh, you will notice that uh, we also have a dissenting judgment uh, on the matter, Mukweng Mukweng, being with us on the issues that we have raised in the report, particularly on the issue of whether the president misled parliament or not. Muntu Setole there of the Public Protector's Office. And uh, in speaking a bit more about the ruling itself, we're joined on the line by a political analyst, Dr. Stembilembete. Always a pleasure speaking to you, Doc. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I must admit, um, parts of what, what you tweeted today really had my ears perked up and I wanted to just explore a bit more on um, what you said. But before we get there, as a start, Looking at the judgment itself, as as clear-cut as it might be in speaking of the public protector and whether or not she had jurisdiction to deal with the matter, there are certain things that one needs to note um, specifically around what happens moving forward and some of the other issues which have been referred to the lower court. Are you able to just summarize parts of that for us? So, um, so on the matter of of, of the public uh, protectors' um, findings on the CR17 matter, what the court uh, did is that they upheld uh, the finding of the lower court, um, and 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 stated that the public protector had no jurisdiction uh, in uh, investigating the matter around the. Uh, funding of uh, President Soromaposa's campaign for the ANC presidency. On the issue of Amapungane, which is Amapungane Center for Investigative Journalism, uh, which had put in an application to say that it is in the public interest for those, um, for the details of the funders, um, of the uh, CR17 campaign to be uh, to be um, publicized and, and to be made public, and that the uh, the details of internal party contestation, including who funds those uh, internal party uh, competitions, is in the public interest. Um, and that uh, the in terms of the executive. Um, members um, ethics code this should be public information what the lower courts what the uh, constitutional court said is that it referred that matter um, to uh, a lower court to the high court uh, for full ventilation so that it's then opened up um, an opportunity for a discussion on, uh, firstly, the uh, party political activities of a member of the executive, because President Ramaphosa was the deputy president at the time. And secondly, it opens up um, avenues 
for a discussion on the internal um, party contestations and party competition and whether we can really view that as a private matter or not. Speaking of private matters or not, um, Justice uh, Jafta, referring to political parties as private entities, which is an area that um, you took issue with and in, in your tweet, and I would like you to expand a bit more on that if you could, stay talking about how political parties, uh, viewing political parties as purely private entities, you consider that to be a threat to our democracy. Yes, so for me, and look, in the law, and as many people have said also uh, in response to my tweet, uh, the Constitutional Court can only rule on the law as it stands. I differ slightly with that because we have seen uh, the court in different instances engage in lawmaking and not just law adjudication. But that, be that as it may, what we've seen in our jurisprudence, so in our lawmaking, in, in the law, um, in the judgments of, of, of different courts um, since uh, 1996, I think most prominently with the case around that Idasa brought forward um, wanting um, the public, um, the, uh, the, the declaration of, of political party funding uh, in 2004-2005, and subsequent to that is that in our law, uh, political parties are treated as private entities, as clubs, as members clubs, which um, as private entities have complete uh, uh, leeway and jurisdiction around the laws that they have, how they are funded, um, what their grounds for membership are, uh, what their constitutions are, what their ethics rules are. And so, uh, Political parties are treated in that way as private entities. In many ways, actually, the uh, the operations um, of political parties are even more are treated more privately than the operations of publicly listed companies, for example. So a publicly listed company on the on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, there's so much that we can that they have to declare around um, their shareholding, around uh, management decisions, around disciplinary processes that political parties just do not have to do. And so what that means is that political parties being treated as completely private members' clubs um, have very little requirements in terms of what they need to declare publicly about their operations. And I think that is problematic uh, for our democracy because political parties, despite their being private, uh, despite them being um, private uh, members' clubs, serve a public function. They run for public office. They run for public power, and they run for uh, access to control public resources, public finances. And therefore, um, the public has an interest in knowing 
how political parties are run, how they operate, what their electoral processes are, who funds um, the political uh, campaigns of the different candidates within political parties that are contesting election. Um, because if those people then win within the political parties and then have the chance of getting public power, it becomes all of our problem as the public, whether we voted for that person or not. Um, Let's do this, Jay. Let's pause for a minute. I need to go to an ad, but I, I want to expand a bit more on that, but also um, focus on... I would describe it as a, a call to action to us as South Africans around a particular campaign focusing on uh, what you you um, have highlighted there. And we'll just okay, continue in a bit uh, in conversation with the political analyst, Dr. Stembele Mbete. It is 19 minutes to nine. SAFM, leading the conversation. The Meeting Point, Wednesdays and Thursdays, 8 to 10 p.m., only on SAFM. The Meeting Point on SAFM. It is the meeting point on SAFM 104-107 and uh, we continue in conversation with Dr. Tembile Stembelimbete uh, looking at the constitutional court ruling in relation to the public protector and President Cyril Ramaphosa's CR17 campaign funds. Uh, just before we took a break, we were, we were talking about... Um, your call for further regulation of political parties. And just to take it a step further, and also in conclusion, you have called on us as South Africans to to campaign so that the lawmakers do the right thing in ensuring that there is legislation that deals with um, political parties. Yes, um, because, you know, we can't expect the laws, the, the courts, uh, to to create this law for us, right? That's not the role of the courts. Um, but I think that we do need to focus on this issue as South Africans and, and lobby our political parties, build a campaign around um, having some regulation of political parties. And I know that'll be very difficult um, to do, uh, you know, the... Um, uh, pigs don't vote for their own for their own slaughter. Um, but I think that you know we've seen that it is possible with the Political Party Funding Act, um, and I don't see why this should be uh, any different. One of the things that's going to be very important about it is that it will empower political party members to be able to hold their leadership uh, to account. And it can be, you know, Mexico, Germany, um, and other countries have got similar laws. And it's just basic things that says that uh, the party constitution should be aligned with the country's constitution, or at least with a part of the country's constitution, with like the Bill of Rights for example. Um, it, should, it should state that every party member has the right to vote. Um, just basic rules of conduct for all political parties um, that allow uh, citizens to be able to hold um, those parties to account. All right. We do appreciate you always making time when we call. It's uh, much appreciated. Thank you very much. It was great to chat to you. Dr. Stembilimbete, the political analyst, looking at that ruling by the Constitutional Court uh, today. Uh, but taking it a step further to say there might be a need for us to look at 
legislation that regulates uh, political parties. And I think it's a conversation that needs to be had, expanded on a bit more. Your view on this, you can call us on 0614-104-107. And you might also want to comment on the conversation that we had earlier on with Mzwana Lemanyi, spokesperson to the Jacob Zuma Foundation. Uh, he sent us a WhatsApp voice note on 0614 uh, 104107 or call us 011 714 2006. It is 14 minutes to 9.